To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Gene Valentino's Grassroots Truthcast. I think you recognize the guy off my uh, right shoulder. He's the 45th governor of the state of Florida serving two terms. But in 2018, he became our United States senator. And I couldn't be more proud of the gentleman. Senator Rick Scott, thank you for joining us today. Gene, it's always great to be with you. It was great to work with you when I was governor. And uh, I'm glad you're what you're doing with regard to getting your message out is doing really well. Well, thank you, sir. The real issue today in our limited time is to give you a chance to use this as your forum to speak specifically to what's hot and what's not. I know, I think it was just yesterday, the Farmers Coalition gave you an endorsement for your uh, campaign for your next term of office, correct? Absolutely. So it's a real honor. I'm up for re-election. It's hard to believe it's been five years. So this is my election year. So anybody that cares about the election, you go to rickscott.com learn more. And also, as you know, I put out a plan to rescue the country. You can go to rescueamerica.com. But it was exciting yesterday. We had a variety of groups, so the citrus industry, forestry, blueberries, strawberries, everybody that was there. And we put, we're putting together a coalition. We got a lot of endorsements, the, the Farm Bureau endorsement. And so it's the Farmers for Rick Scott Coalition. And it's a way we're going to make sure we, we have a win. I've been, as you know, big, big supporter of ag industry. The we've got a farm bill that's coming up here, but as governor, we worked hard to make sure you have food that you get to eat on your table, fresh from Florida, which is the healthiest food in the country. Yes. And I was just going to add to that. What is the direct impact of Florida in terms of the Farmers Coalition? I'll give you an example. Just take the strawberry industry. We're basically 100% of the strawberries in the country in the winter. We're 15% of all the strawberries the, um, you know, you know, all year round. We've got almost 10 million acres in Florida that are under ag. Something's being produced, either cattle or they're growing something. We've got, it's the second biggest job uh, generator other than the tourism. And when tourism's down, you know, the ag industry becomes even as a percentage more, way more important to our state. So we, what we've got to do is we've got to continue to help our farmers, ranchers, growers with a policy that makes their life easier, not more difficult. As you know, the federal government's not a great partner for our farmers. The this federal secretary of agriculture has been a real pain. We've had two hurricanes in the last year and a half, and he's been he's not been helpful at all, helpful at all to you know our citrus industry that's gotten hurt. Uh, so we put a lot of effort into help helping them. These are hardworking individuals that want to put fresh fruit on the, on the table so you and your family stay healthy. You know this is this is a, a 
a regeneration or a bringing back, if you will, one of the characteristics that makes America so great. I can't help but compare this to what's going on over in Europe in the EU, where it seems like the EU is intentionally trying to destroy the uh, independence of the farming industry there. How do you equate that on the global scene? I ask you that because not only uh, will you become our next United States senator, but let's come to the next topic, and that's uh, president of the Senate and replacing Mitch McConnell. Uh, before you hit that point, where's the national leadership in what we could be doing to helping the good standards you're creating locally transcend to the Europeans? Well, what you've got to do is you've, we've got to lead by example. You know, we have we have great farmland. We have great farmers. We've got great cattlemen around our country. What we've got to do is make sure that they can produce great products. And they don't need Washington to tell them how to produce things. They don't need to have, to have Washington tell them how to grow cows. How to, you know, they don't, they don't need Washington to do this stuff. They need Washington to get out of their lives. There's times where they might need some help if there's a disaster. But as an example, one thing I'm working on now is I want, to, I want to buy American produce. The Chinese, I'll give you an example, Chinese garlic, which they have 70% market share around the world. Guess where it's, what it's made with? Sewer water. It's black when it's finished. It's, it's made with human feces and sewer water. It's black. You have to bleach it. And then they try to sell it in the grocery store or, or put ingredients in your food. So what I want to do is get everybody to understand, we want to buy American safe produce. Now, but we don't need the federal government to have a bunch of new dictates. And that's what Europe's doing the same thing. So they want to dictate everything. They want to decide, you know, all, you know, all the food policy and everything. And let's, let's, little, let's let, let's let, you know what, you, you and I are smart. We'll go, we'll go look up the quality of food and we'll pick the best product. Well, you focused on the agricultural environment and I think that's so true. But what might you say in terms of your next term in office as all of the supply chain network, entrepreneurial incentives for small and large, mid-sized business getting back up to speed so that we can have our supply chain local, not foreign, to prevent the, the kind of example you just described with the garlic? What can we do uh, to help incentivize our businesses? Oh, by the way, like we used to do. Well, the first thing is you buy things. Only buy American products if you can. Look for American products. Support American producers. So if if every person in this country said, you know what, I'm going to buy everything I can American, we'd produce more. Then we've got to make sure we hold bad actors like the Chinese accountable when they go steal our technology or they want to sell us, you know, things that are not good for us. When they want to be involved in and to be toxic like TikTok, we've got to hold them accountable. Don't let them, like right now, as an example, they're sending a whole bunch of drugs in through our post office and they're bypassing our, our, any of our, our laws with regard to products like clothes by having this, you know, that you can just send it through the post office and it doesn't have to go through any sort of checks and things like that. So what we got to understand is China has decided to be our enemy. They, we didn't decide this. We don't try to make enemies. They decided to be our enemy. They're stealing American jobs. So if you want to have a great middle class, which I want to have in this country. I, I mean, I grew up in public housing and my mom said, hey, you can be anything because you have that opportunity in America. I want that to be true. Like my, you know, most of my family didn't go to college and they had great jobs, but those jobs are going away when we don't buy American products. So the first thing is you can control this. You, as every person's listened to, to this, can say, I'm going to do my best to buy American products. When you get on Amazon, 
say, if they don't tell me it's made in America, what you know is it's not. Don't buy it if you can find American product. And what would you say if I said, let's start with the steel industry. Let's start with the oil drill, baby dr drill. What do you say to that? Well, we drill safer than any place in the world. That's right. We have better, we, you know, we have, we have safer ore production than any place in the world. So if we can do it safely, let's do it, right? We produce everything safer than any place in the entire world. There's no place like America. So we ought to, we ought to be aggressive at doing that. We, ought to, we need to have our steel industry. If we end up with a war with China, right, which is what they, what they seems like what they want, or what's, God forbid, if, if Putin wins in Ukraine and expands into Europe, we need to make sure we're producing steel in this country. And we can't be relying on China for this. And so, and we can't, we can't let China buy our, our, up our farmland. We can't let her, I mean, we cannot be dependent for an adversary. Like you grew up to say, I'm going to be independent. I'm not going to be dependent on people. That's how you grew up. That's how Americans yeah. grew up. That's how we have to think about our country. We need to be independent. I don't have a problem also being benevolent to our overseas allies, but it seems so important that we get, we not turn our back on some of these things that, that we did locally, that we did domestically, so that we're not held hostage to foreign uh, adversaries. Your comment about the, the terrorists that go undocumented coming over the line, that sit maybe in your neighborhood and mine as sleeper cells, that threaten the future of America while we're being asked by the, the Senate and I see Kevin McCarthy, Kevin, listen to me, Kevin McCarthy, Mr. Michael Johnson, Speaker of the House, turning around and, and stopping a Senate bill because it had it didn't it didn't put up the border. It gave a a, a, a cap of five thousand per day. What's this nonsense all about, Senator? Well, this is McConnell not representing the rest of our conference. I mean, McConnell went in the, in the dark completely in the dark without us know what was in it, said, I'll go, I'll go negotiate this border security. Well, when he finished, it wasn't about border security. It was about immigration reform. It had nothing to do with securing our border. The only way our border is going to get secured is we have a president that wants a secure border. Trump, when he was president under the existing law, secured the border. Biden could do the same today if he wanted to. He doesn't want to. He's made the decision. He, for whatever reason... He's okay with drugs coming in and criminals coming in and terrorists coming in and narco and human traffickers coming into our country. Your neighborhood, my neighborhood. Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI, testified right in front of me when I asked him the question about are we safer now. He, could, he, he it was a possible for asked ask question, and he said we have terror cells all across this country now. And you read these stories about the Chinese coming in. Over sixty percent of the people coming across our border now are single males, single adult males. Right. So is that good for us? It's pretty scary when we don't have any idea who they are. We brought 70,000 people in from Afghanistan without any IDs. We have no idea who they are. They're all over our country. This is not going to end well. Would you agree, Senator, that, and I regret to have to say it this way, not only do we need a, a strong majority in the House of Representatives, but we need a strong majority in the Senate because the process of our system in the swamp requires you to get the deck stacked in your favor to not only support a strong Republican president, but in order to get things through, not to mention a constitutional amendment to solve some of these problems at the core. What say you? Well, we've got to get a majority in the House. We've got to get a majority in the Senate and we've got to have a Republican president. Now, in the Senate, we need 60 votes to pass legislation. 
So what we got to do is we, we'd be great if we can get to 60 votes. But in the meantime, if we don't, we've got to use the power that we have and we got to start acting on the, in the best interest of, of uh, Americans. So we have a great Republican Party across this country. We need to have a Republican Party in D.C. Mitch McConnell goes along with Chuck Schumer all the time, whether it's with spending bills or whether it's, it's this last supplemental, which has which did nothing to secure the border. Why are we spending money to secure the border in Ukraine and we will not spend a dime or put any pressure to force Biden to put to secure our border? That makes no sense to me. My first responsibility is to keep every American safe. If we have an open border, it's a clear and present danger to every American. That's the most important thing we should be doing. Do I want Ukraine to win? Do I want Russia to lose? You better believe it. But guess what I want? I want every Floridian to be safe. We're talking with Senator Rick Scott running for re-election for his second six-year term in the United States Senate. Couldn't think of a better representative for Florida. After all, $10 billion in tax cuts when he was governor. 1.7 million new jobs when he was governor. The least we can do, Senator, is, which is why I brought up the Republican House and President and Senate, is to stack the deck now to make it easier for you to take some of these good policies, which you succeeded at in, in Florida, and extending them throughout the nation. What say you? Well, that's exactly what we ought to do. We we need lower taxes. We need less regulation. We need lower fees. We need your federal government to do what we did in Florida. Focus on what's important. What's important to a family? A job, a great education for their children, and safety. That's what they care about. So you you that's what we need to have up here. We need to focus on how you get a good economy. Well, you know how you get a good economy? Balance the budget. Don't waste money. Don't waste don't don't spend money so where you have to either borrow money or raise somebody's taxes. How's that fair? I mean, there's so much. I mean, just trillions of dollars that get wasted up here. I mean, it's it's staggering. And we're running last year I think we it was over 2 trillion dollar deficit. 2 trillion dollar deficit in one year. In the first, when when Ron Reagan got elected, right, we had less than $1 trillion worth of debt. Today, we're close to $35 trillion. And so at some point, it seems like at least a third of our federal budget is going to go to just paying the interest on the debt. How's that fair to to anybody? I know the story gets complicated Mm -hmm. rather quickly, Senator, but it makes no sense to me that the Senate or the House would spend an uh, a second of time worrying about a bill that had some limits of 5,000 illegals being allowed to come through our border per day when everyone hopefully doesn't forget that it was the same illegal migrants that Mr. Joseph Biden allowed to be free to roam into the nation overnight killing, reversing many of Donald Trump's rules. Uh, That plus a modest budget, it was a few billion dollars, I believe, to get the border finished up stem to stern, end to end. And uh, here we are with 120 plus billion dollars in Ukraine. And I'm uh, scratching my head because that sits against the backdrop of the Biden crime family. You're wondering what part of that money is going back to Joe Biden and his family? Any comment? Uh, yeah, they ought to be transparent with all their business relations. They ought to be telling us because, look, if you have nothing to worry about, be transparent about it. But look at what's happening. We, we saw the, the little girl killed in, in Georgia recently from an illegal immigrant. 
We, we see 70,000 Americans die of, of fentanyl overdose. It's produced, the precursors are built in communist China. The cartel brings them here. So we, we, have, we have all this crime, especially in places like New York. So if what's happening in New York, if we don't stop it, it's going to happen in Florida. The only reason it's not happening is because we have great sheriffs, we have great police chiefs, but eventually they'll get overwhelmed. And so it'll impact your family or my family. And I'm going to fight like hell to make sure all of our families in Florida are safe. Well, they're not overwhelmed in Florida yet, thank uh, the Lord, because of our, we don't have a sanctuary cities, nor are we a sanctuary state in Florida yet. But Senator, in our last few minutes, any closing comments on your campaign or what you want the folks listening to focus on? Well, first off, in my, in my Senate job, I have um, <clears throat> I have nine offices around the state. If you need something, call me. You can go to my website, rickscott.senate.gov. Um, Give me your ideas. Um, that's what we do every day. We won for the best constituent services team in the entire country of all House members and all Senate members. Uh, so we have a great team there. With regard to the campaign, if you want to get active, uh, you can go to rickscott.com and you can, you know, you can volunteer. But if you want to look at what, what I stand for and what I li I'd like to accomplish, you can go to rescueamerica.com and, and see that. But think about this. If Ronald Reagan was alive today, he would say, what in the hell have you done to my country? Crimes rampant and, and people are not being prosecuted. You, our border's wide open. We're a land war in Europe. We walked walked out of Afghanistan with our tails between our, uh, our legs. I mean, we, we've got to turn this country around. We, we have, you know, so I'm going to work hard to do all these things to make sure this is the place that your family, like my family growing up, said, hey, you have a mom that says you can be anything. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, as a former county commissioner, here in Escambia County, Florida. I can speak to what he's just spoken to as being absolutely true. He puts the people first and he is now putting the nation first. Join us at rickscott.com. Thank you, Senator Rick Scott for joining us today. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of Gene Valentino's Grassroots Truthcast. See you again soon.